0: Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 219 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. On this installment of the podcast... I continue to highlight some of the great new releases that have been showing up in the mailbox and inbox and some other things that I've been spending my time listening to over the past few weeks since the last episode. And I started that last episode by playing something from the new album by the Australian band Witness K, where I mentioned that it reminded me a bit of the duo Primitive Motion in places. And here we are a few weeks later, and we have a brand new Primitive Motion album to discuss. They just released a new LP called Portrait of an Atmosphere that finds them moving away a bit from the reverb-laced pop song structures of earlier efforts towards long-form ambience constructed from acoustic sound sources. Makes for quite a deep listening experience. And there are still those dreamy song-like passages that appear throughout. So from this new release, this is a track called Portrait 2. Again, this is Primitive Motion. brand Behind me, you're hearing new solo work from Colin Andrew Sheffield from a new album of his called Don't Ever Let Me Know. If you listened to that elevator bath feature, back in episode 209 it was, you heard Sheffield discuss a pair of new albums that he had coming out. One featured shorter pieces that was coming out on his own elevator bath imprint. Uh, We played a track... In that episode and the other was one that just came out on the German label off wagon this release includes two sidelong pieces of manipulated samples sort of a plunder phonics approach with more of a unifying atmospheric quality to it really like how this one moves along not to mention this comes in a really nice LP edition both the pressing and artwork are just really, really well done. I think there are copies available through Colin's Bandcamp page, maybe even through Elevator Bath. Let's check there if you'd like to hear more. Before this, you heard the latest from Nine Roder, the solo moniker of David Roder, and his follow-up to last year's Catch Up With What Party Plus once again, this one called Form and Feeling comes out on the reliably great Horn of Plenty imprint. Roder's recording and songwriting style is reminiscent of artists like Pumice or Alistair Galbraith to my ears, which I'm completely on board with. But on this new one, he, he sort of interjects these tape collage pieces or even some sound experiments throughout, and that may sound like it makes for a disjointed listening experience, but it's actually, it all connects together quite well. I played the track, Feeling Form, from that album. In front of that, I played the song, Nowhere To Go, off of the album, All In Good Time, from the Bay Area band, Blues Lawyer. This album, Definitely has more of a 90s-era indie rock sound to it, but, man, there are so many great riffs, catchy hooks, sweet harmonies, and just undeniably great songs that just makes for a, a, a timeless guitar rock album. And if that's something you try to keep tabs on, then highly recommend checking that album out, again, from Blues Lawyer. You heard another Bay Area group before that, The Lost Days, a new duo project of Tony Molina, some may remember from his group The Ovens, and Sarah Rose Janko from the group Dawn Rising. And apparently, during kind of a difficult period of time for these two musicians, they were getting together regularly and started writing songs together and bonded over a shared love of the bands uh, of the band The Birds and uh, the solo artist Bill Fox. And you can certainly hear some of that influence come through on this debut album that is just overflowing with short but fully realized melodic folk pop earworms. I'd say there's a dash of Big Star in there, too, but again, another album with exceptional songwriting, which comes as no surprise, given the music that these two musicians have previously produced. Before that, I played an excerpt from Francis Plon's new solo album, Udge, which also came out on the Horn of Plenty label just this past week, I believe. I've been spending quite a bit of time with this album over the past few weeks and kind of marveling at all of these little interesting musical details and textures that are going on. It's essentially 2 sidelong suites that incorporates elements of, I'd say, electronic music, industrial music, music concrete, jazz, folk, rock, sort of other unclassifiable sounds. Just, a, it's a difficult album to pin down, but there is just something really quite inviting and, and pleasant about it as a whole as well. I thought Plan's last few solo releases have been exceptional, exceptional. Excuse me, but this just might be my favorite yet from him. So check that one out. And then another artist who, like Francis Plan, hails from Australia. You heard a track from Leighton Craig and his terrific new self-released full-length called Logical Descent, which I guess I should add, Francis Plan wrote a nice promo write-up for this album as he does for many Black Truffle releases, too. But it's been maybe three or four years since Craig released any solo recordings. I believe it was Diamond Eye it came out on Brute Direct Discs. I last uh, heard from him solo material-wise. But apparently this material included in this release was reportedly recorded at home and on holidays between 2013 and 2020. And the first side that included the track that I played is called World Upside Down. It just has this nice, beautiful, fragile lullaby quality to it. And then on the flip side, you get some songs that are much more Rhythmically Driven and others that explore pure ambience And a few tracks that have shades of his work with Primitive Motion uh, Who again we started the show off with And the track Portrait 2 From their new album called Portrait of an Atmosphere I'm going to start off this next block of music With a track from this new collaborative album Between Linda Smith and Nancy Andrews these two played together in a short lived band called The Woods in the early 80s. And Smith would go on to record a bunch of four track and eight track home recordings, which the Captured Tracks label did an excellent job of documenting with their retrospective compilation called Till Another Time, 1988 to 1996, that came out just a few years ago. But according to the promo blurb for this release, Smith had recently found some old recordings of Nancy Andrews' songs that she had recorded for her in the 90s, which led her to, to reach out and sort of connect about the possibility of a collaboration. And I guess here we are, fast forward a couple of years, and we have this album called The Passing Cloud that just came out as a co-release between Grapefruit and Gertrude Tapes. And it's a terrific record, just filled with these beautiful, sort of fragile, ethereal pop songs that could have easily appeared on that compilation on captured tracks, definitely in that vein. And here's one of those great pop songs, This one called It's Every Town. Behind me you're hearing an excerpt of the piece, The Dream of the Leaping Sharks from Pelts," massive double album, Ayahuasca, came out in 2001, caught a portion of their set at the Drone Not Drones festival back in January, and since then I, I find myself returning to their hypnotic drone sound quite often. Been Revisiting a lot of albums that I hadn't heard and ones that I I had in my collection and been pulling them out. One of those bands that, if you just dial into the music, you can just get completely swept away and, and lose all sense of time. This one's certainly a great place to start. Before this, you heard a lengthy slab of top shelf free improvisation from a stellar quartet of innovative players Seth Andrew Davis on electric guitar Alex Cunningham on violin Damon Smith on double bass and Weasel Walter on drums you heard the closing piece called Shame Splayed from their new release Branches Choke which I'm fairly certain is their debut recording together really powerful stuff from them. This is a co-release between Alex Cunningham's Storm Cellar label and Mother Brain Records that actually Seth Andrew Davis has a hand in running. I'm really a fan of Alex Cunningham's visual artwork too that adorns these Storm Cellar releases. from that you heard some mysterious sounds from another debut recording by the Canadian sound artist Elizabeth Miller and the Austrian songwriter slash improviser Christoph Kurzmann I typically try not to read one sheet details (laughs) verbatim but I feel like in this case it, it helps paint a picture of what is happening on this particular release to quote it here it's Kurzmann's close-miked vocals meander over samples and loops and the strumming of an elastic band. Miller combines bass frequencies of motors and pitched ventilation fans with amplified, airy clarinet. From the glassy darkness emerges generous Rare Entertainment. And there you go. Rare Entertainment is the name of that release, and I played part two from it. And you heard another artist based in Canada before that, Yang Chen. A percussionist who works across a multitude of different styles and settings, which really comes across in in this release called Longing For. On this album, they are collaborating with different composers on each of the pieces. I played the one, this highly textural piece called Through... Intimate Swims, where they are working with composer Jason Dole. And before that, you heard from Sudden Voices from out of the UK. A new project led by Ben Morris, who was involved in a group called Union Wireless during the 1980s, a band that I really wasn't familiar with, but he apparently took a break from music for quite a while, but is now back with this project that, in places, has quite a muscular and hypnotic kraut groove sound going on, and in others, more spacey, electro-jazz elements. Really solid release. Played a track called Way of the World from that. And then again at the very top, you heard new stuff from Linda Smith and Nancy Andrews. A track called It's Every Town from their new one, A Passing Cloud. To start off this next set, we are going to dive into the deep end of weirdness by catching up with a pair of new releases to come out of that whole Butte County Free Music Society camp. I'll start by playing a pretty epic track from the latest full-length from The Brent Lewis Ensemble, it's called Borderline Dog Food that features quite a large group of contributors as often is the case with that group. The track that I'm going to play is called Lackey Demand Indicator, which reportedly is the soundtrack to a 13-minute film that one of the members, the city councilman, yes, I love the aliases that this group uses, apparently They had a hand in uh, this film, which premiered at the Wonder Valley Experimental Festival in April of 2022, and it's quite an epic journey. So, here again is the Brent Lewis Ensemble.
1: Of later, the hearing cry was raised all about, all about to hug the shore. Pretending Mm
0: Behind me you're hearing more from the group Pelt. Figured since I only played a small section of that track from the Ayahuasca release, hey why not play a bit more, but thought I'd spin a portion of their 1997 release Max Meadows instead. Just to mix things up, this is a piece called Samsara. In front of this you heard from a new album by slow clarity who is the duo of Steve Palmer and Matt Beachy who are based here in Minnesota at least when these recordings were made I should add I believe Palmer has since moved out of state And I've enjoyed the previous solo work that I've heard from these two but man this album is really something special the Interplay between these two players and more of a free-playing approach that pushes their music in interesting new directions that I wasn't prepared for, honestly. And the track that I played called The Man Who Owned the Sky I I find to be particularly impressive. That album, it's called Holding Pattern. It comes out on the Australian label Ramble Records and their titles are now being distributed here in the United States by... Lighten Up Sounds, also based right here in Minnesota. So check out their website at lightenupsounds.com to look at the numerous titles that they have in stock. Before that I played a track from the latest release from Sam Gascan or The Weird Owl of the Underground, if I'm to quote the lyrics from one of the songs on this album that is simply titled number two, it being the second album that he has done with the Crash Symbols label. On this one, you get some of Gas Can's playful homespun pop songs, and then on the B-side, he throws down an epic 14-minute slow burner of an avant-jazz ensemble piece. That's really quite impressive. Great release. Played the song called "Now That I've Found Love" from an album that, in the span of its two opening songs, sounds something like Public Image Limited, Atari, Teenage Riot, and Jandek, sort of mashed up. Yes, an odd mashup, but to my ears, I hear that. And you heard a track called "Mercy and Grace." It is from Morgan Garrett, off of his new release on Orange Milk Records called Extreme Fantasy. This is a pretty bonkers uh, release. At its core, I guess you could say it's a collection of wayward folk songs, but these are folk songs that are completely deconstructed and crank through some sort of digital meat grinder, if you will. A bit unsettling in places, but certainly a, a unique album within the Orange Milk catalog. And at the top of the set, I mentioned I was going to play a pair of new releases to come out of the Butte County Free Music Society crew. The other one that I played was the new LP called Neck Pillow by The Glands of External Secretion. Just sort of surprised to learn is the first LP that they have done since they issued Reverse Atheism, which is arguably one of the most bizarro double LPs, or double albums I should say, committed to WAX. Uh, But they've been pretty active since that uh, release came out back in 2011, they've done a lot of small edition releases. This new one is on Silt Breeze and delivers the type of oddball songs and tape experiments and other audio shenanigans that we've come to love from this duo of Barbara Manning and Seymour Glass. Played a track from that one called Diamond Jim Brandy. And then again at the very top of that set, you heard new stuff from Brent Lewis Ensemble in a new release out on Spleen Coffin called Borderline Dog Food. I'm going to wrap up this episode by playing a fairly lengthy excerpt here of this sidelong track called Enter Chapel Perilous from the Athens, Georgia band The Electric Nature. They just released a brand new album called Old World Die Must. It features a pretty wild mix of Free jazz, psychedelic rock, a bunch of other zoned-out sounds. And on this track, they are joined by Jeff Tobias of the band Sun Watchers and, I guess, countless other groups and projects. He's playing saxophone on this one. And that will then bring things to an end for this installment of the show. If you'd like to check out the complete playlist for this episode... You can go to our website at freeformfreakout.com. There are links that will bring you to each of the releases played and where you can purchase either physical or digital copies. And as always, I encourage you to support these artists and labels as much as you can. If you have any questions or comments, you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout at hotmail.com. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks with another new episode. I've got a live session in the works for the next show. So stay tuned for more details about that. Until then, thanks so much for listening. And here again is The Electric Nature.